Kidventures. Where will your next trip take you? Hi, this is Ching from My Travel Monkey. And Kathy from Mummy Travels. Fresh from our half-term escapes to France and Spain and feeling like the world is still getting to grips with family travel again. Absolutely. So today we're chatting to an expert who will be sharing his insider secrets, tips and advice on travelling with kids in 2022. Tom Marchant is one of the co-founders of Black Tomato, a luxury travel company that specialises in personalised and innovative holidays and experiences. So hi Tom and thank you for being here and chatting to us today. Pleasure, thanks very much for having me. So to start off, um, for people who aren't familiar with Black Tomato as well, tell us a bit about yourself, a bit about your travel background. Sure. So um, Black Tomato is a, is a, is a luxury travel company. We, we specialise in, in putting together really memorable travel experiences for, for clients uh, all over the world. Um, and I started that with two partners um, a little over 15 years ago uh, in London. I had a, a fairly cliche career before that, sort of doing a corporate job, but really wanted to build something of my own about around something I was really passionate about, which was travel. And it's a bit of a means to kind of keep indulging my travel passions, if I'm honest. And, okay. and yeah, we were lucky that the business grew. Um, when we started, people were interested in what we were doing. They liked our, our approach to travel. We, um, we like to take people to destinations and really get them under the skin of the place and find lots of unique experiences for families and, and friends to enjoy together. And yeah, it's been a it's been a constant love affair with the world for the last 15 years. It's, it's certainly not without its challenges. I think the last couple of years have shown that for the travel industry. Uh, but it's you know delighted to say that it's it's great to see you know, people back traveling again. Um, the the appetite never went away. Uh, but it's great that the world is has opened up and, and we're able to 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 get people you know, back out there enjoying you know, the best that this planet has to offer. So, yeah, you touched on it a bit, Tom, about the last two years. The industry was on its knees and it's slowly getting back. Um, you know, we're seeing it. Obviously, there's still some teething problems around, you know, flights and <laughs> stuff like that at the moment. But um, as, in terms of family travel, what do you think are the biggest trends you're seeing again after such a long break? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a few. I mean, the one that really stands out is you know what we what we called um, the BFG, just just so we could appropriate Roald Dahl, uh, which stands for the big family get together. We we are seeing you know a lot of families who you know hadn't seen extended family for for the two years uh, planning trips mm. to, to 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 almost like reunite and catch up and 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 do the things that they've all been dreaming about. So we've been seeing. You know, vast numbers of inquiries and bookings by sort of what we call the multi-generational uh, family trip. So grandparents, parents, kids, cousins, everything. Where they're getting together in beautiful parts of the world and having really great experiences and um, you know reuniting, you know, having missed each other, um, and and having these great experiences. And I think and I think the other trend we're seeing is people really willing to excuse expression, sort of like just go for it. I think you know mm-hmm. under the two years under COVID, we I think we all realised just how much we love to travel and how actually we probably took this this wonderful thing for granted and suddenly when it's taken away from you there's this realization that actually you know life without travel is a, is a life slightly less fulfilled so actually when I can travel again we're going to go and do some brilliant brilliant things and so we've seen a lot of people coming back and almost like you know the, the stuff that being on the bucket list um that that I think they that they say that on the bucket list it always tends to stay on the bucket list and yeah. never actually gets yeah. done. We've seen a huge uptick in people booking these you know once in a lifetime experiences or a thing I've always wanted to do because there's this slightly you know let's not put off to tomorrow what I can do today attitude now around around 
around travel. Um, and what we're also seeing, interestingly, is people doing these trips saying, actually, you know, this is not just a one-off. I'm really, really want to embrace travel again. I want to get my family back out traveling, embrace the world. So yeah, these, these big reunions, these big get-togethers. I mean, I joke about it, but genuinely, we have also seen some of these family travels getting back together where I think under COVID, you know, a lot of, a lot of the families, you know, were under enormous amounts of pressure and stress at home. Yeah. And I think we are seeing a lot of trips where people are saying, I need to need to get back on the road with my family and go somewhere nice. And so almost like work out and remember why I love my family. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all wanted to kill us, kill each other yeah. under COVID. And actually going to a, a, a beautiful villa or an interesting destination, we can kind of realize actually we're, we're pretty all right with each other and that's all we've got and that's a nice time so uh yeah there's, there's been some interesting conversations with our travel experts been having some families about that so almost playing uh playing the role of counselors at times i guess but yeah, those, those are a few of the things we're seeing yeah <laughs> it definitely definitely makes you look at your priorities again i think having like you say we're so used to being able to do pretty much what we wanted when we wanted and then suddenly you're not when it starts again you want to grab the chance with both hands it's just it's just not having not having something that was almost like I said you know, was a given and mm. yeah there was a, there was a bit of the start of travel and obviously I, I wasn't necessarily pro this where everyone said well that's the end of people traveling anywhere really and we're just going to stay near our houses and that's and obviously I didn't really really buy into that but no, I, um, I, yeah I, don't <laughs> I, don't think, I think anyone who really believed that I, well I don't know each their own but I think it was it just, but it just made you think like God oh, that was wasn't that special and um, wasn't that brilliant so also one of the trends we're seeing is there's this, there's this thirst to do the the big thing and, and, and embrace the world you know really proactively and we're also seeing a lot of people take these kind of like trips down memory lane um, and go back to some of these old favorites so I think again under COVID you know we, we, we reminisced we got quite nostalgic and we longed for these these places or that gave us these travel memories and so you know, we're getting people getting in touch uh, who, who often might be getting in touch going well we, we need to do something new this year or we'll go somewhere new and we are getting some people going yeah i want to get back to that greek island where we just remembered these these beautiful days in the sunshine playing and, and i want to go back and see those guys and you know who own that, that taverna and see how they're doing and yeah. so this really kind of nostalgic piece around family travel um bubbled up during covid as well so that's been actually really nice to kind of reunite people uh, with places and people in those spaces that they that they thought about and kind of kept their daydreams going during covid Oh, that's lovely. Like fulfilling the daydream. I love yeah. that. Yeah. How about trends for different destinations? I mean, I know a lot of people have been dipping their toes back in very slowly. So, you know, first UK, then um, sort of short haul Europe, now maybe looking a bit further afield. Mm. Are, are you seeing that? Are you, do you think people are looking long haul or are they? They, they are. I think, yeah, you, you sum it up very well. There's a sort of tentative we're getting back into it and so we're close to home and we'll we'll expand and certainly you know our data and our bookings points to people are booking long haul i mean that it's it sort of supports the earlier point i was making about some of these big bucket list trips mm -hmm. and then some of those are in long haul destinations um and, and also i think some of these destinations that are further afield um even though they're further afield they are almost like god's own country when it comes to offering like the the, the ultimate family holiday with with so many things you know sort of like costa rica where you've got so many different you know, such varied aspects of of the country whether it's like you know the tropical side or the volcanoes or the adventure for the children or the surfing and stuff and it's just it's like perfect places for for multiple things to be offered for the family that it almost they almost like demand that <laughs> people go there so we are we are seeing that come back and we're seeing parts of south america like peru 
um, coming back strongly. But yeah, it definitely has been this spread. I think we, we saw Iceland's come back. We're talking about destination, the trending Iceland's come back, you know, with, with a with a bang. I mean, it's always, I think as we all know, it's a, it's an incredibly popular place. It's a very special place. And, and again, it's only two and a half hours from, from yeah. London. Um, so for children. That's yeah. it. So, so it, it does work really well for that. And we've, 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 we've done, and we've got lots of families traveling to Iceland this summer and then, into the uh, the autumn as the northern lights sort of reappear with us um and then other favorites like morocco you know morocco was tricky because i think it was it was probably and you you'll probably pick, correct me on this i should know but it's one of the sort of the last places to really yeah, it was only recently. that's yeah. it yeah so it's only recently sort of opened up again so it wasn't easy but again there's an abundance of great family things to do in and around marrakesh um and so we're seeing the forward bookings on that um really really growing um so yeah i, I think long haul it's coming back. It, it certainly won't go away, and, and that's largely because, like I say, these these big trips and also some of these places are just so magical that it's, it's almost impossible not to at least consider it, even with some of the obvious challenges that come with taking longer flights with little ones. Yeah, but I I would say though I still feel there are some people who are quite cautious about travelling again, um, and you know, and where they feel confident about booking and going mm. to so what would your biggest tips be um and you've got an updated family travel guide haven't you as well we do yeah so we do a, we do an annual family travel guide uh which actually was just sort of being put to print um i think yesterday actually so i'm really excited about that you're right yeah people are, are tentative and i think what we're recommending is don't make it hard on yourself to start people are nervous about traveling anyway so if you're a family that aren't like, you know, haven't weren't necessarily like big travelers the whole time, but kind of like, like doing a bit, it's like take, take small steps. So, you know, pick places on a direct flight route, look at the airlines you, 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 you're going to be going with, you know, I won't name specific airlines, but ones that, you know, are, are kind of dependable um, and make that, that experience easier. Um, the big thing is for us is about understanding the, in the places you're going, whether it's the properties or the experience, having like, do these people really understand families? Um, and uh, you know, I think most hotels in the world will say, yeah, look, we're great for families, apart from the ones that market themselves as adult only. But the reality is that's always a mixed bag. And, yeah. and you yeah, sometimes yeah. find people, people's approach to families as an afterthought. They think all you need to do for family travel is have access to a high chair in a restaurant and a, and a crib for the room and, and, and you're done. And as we all know, it's, it's a lot more than that. So, so work with, um, whether, it's a, whether it's a travel agent or tour operator, booking with all the property you're going to, um, and, and just understand, you know, what is their approach to families? I mean, they are, what we're seeing is people are far more detailed in, in what they can do um, these days. I think COVID has just demanded this level of transparency from, yeah. from places that, you know, whether it was, I mean, the obvious things around hygiene and health, but it's sort of, sort of feeding into all aspects of their offering. And the other thing that we... It's interesting, we're launching, a, a, um, this is not, it's not a plug, it's just something we're doing and it kind of, it is a bit of a tip, but we're launching this thing for our families called The Rider. Um, and it's based on, you know, the old adage that you when bands used to, well, when I was going to say, like a rider and yeah, a band brings exactly, you drinks. Exactly, right. So <laughs> bands have their rider, all families, yeah. all families that travel with Black Tomato now have their rider. And, and what that means is there needs to be like a consistency for that family's travel wherever they are in the world. You know? So it's almost like, yes, you'll go to different places and there'll be different properties or experiences. But what you need at the heart of it is a, a continuum of we understand what your, your choices are, what your, your needs are, what's important to you. And, and those change over time and we update them. But it's everything from the kind of hotels you like, what's important for your children in terms of you know, nap times being factored in, what types of transfers or logistics do you like and, and you know, what's your kids' favourite snacks that will change. And, but it's always present and 
that just gives people kind of a peace of mind knowing that you know you could be going to the most fantastic place but if this small seemingly kind of innocuous bit of the of the process hasn't been covered then it can really undo um a travel you know a, a trip very quickly so yeah our, our rider launches in about a month i mean we've been doing a lot of this stuff anyway but it's just giving it some definition and then yeah people's rider will be kind of kept and updated con constantly so um wherever they are in the world we we've got their back i love that and, and, and the rider has a bottle of gin and a bottle well of yeah i was gonna say oh, there's, the, yeah. there's, there's, there's the adult there's the adult friendly rider and the kid friendly <laughs> one um but uh, yeah, we'll um, we'll uh, we'll make sure mum and dad or parents <laughs> always looked after. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, I'm now wondering what my daughter would put on hers. I'm definitely a pool. Yeah, um, yeah. Ice cream. Ice and that's cream. the thing. It's like yeah, my my daughter. I think it just all be chocolate ice cream. Everything be chocolate yeah. ice cream. Pizza and, and ice cream, and that's then it. my boys will be all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny actually because there is there's one um one client we have, and it's sort of the inspiration for. He's a very successful businessman. He, he travels over the world with his family, but and and does lots of interesting things. But the most important thing when they travel is that they have these certain rice cakes snacks <laughs> for their children. Genuinely, and like wherever they are in the world. We have to make sure when they get to the property, whether it's a house or a hotel, or about this certain brand of rice cakes are there. It's, it seems so small, small and kind of insignificant, but what it shows is like the importance of those things. And so, yeah, if, if the tips for families are like the things that we take for granted at home, but we actually know is it's like the foundation upon which our lives kind of yeah. <laughs> make sure those are, are, are factored in, and 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 then the rest should um, yeah, be enjoyable rather than a stress because you can't find them rice cakes. Yeah, I can totally imagine that because, you, you know, the, like that reassurance that there'll be something to eat when you get there. And I, you know, you think, well, a rice cake is a rice cake. But no, anyone who's ever traveled with, say, a four year old knows that no oh, two rice cakes. Oh, it's, it's 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 maddening. Like my 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 daughter and um, it sounds very, very um, my daughter's born in Los Angeles. So it sounds like a very Californian thing. I'm not sure why, but she's like obsessed with a certain type of hummus. Mm -hmm. And and we're like, yeah, it's just hummus. And she could blind pick this hummus out of like 50 and a blind tasting. <laughs> and, and so it, it's honestly, it's like this sort of, it's, it's a very strange skill and, and something that will be totally useless for her. But, um, but yeah, like a four-year-old knows the difference and, and the difference between a, a happy four-year-old and an unhappy four-year-old, as we all know, is uh, Absolutely. big. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I mean, going on from this, obviously Black Tomato's big thing is that, holidays are, are tailored you've got these bespoke experiences and so on and you tend to think when you're planning a holiday that it's the adults planning it and in my case it is um but how much do you think kids should be involved how much should we how much do you try and get them engaged before you go are you know involving them while they're there and so on for us it's really important actually it's um you know obviously there's levels and you know the big decisions are made by the adults but I think you know, remembering back to my childhood, half the fun of travel is the anticipation. Mm. And, and I, you know, I remember the excitement I'd have because I knew we were going and I, you know, said things that I was interested in. We talked about it. And so we, we actively look to, you know, where it's possible for people to involve, involve the children in the planning. You know, we speak to, speak to the parents and say, you know, how they like to. And then we'll have, um, you know, we do a lot of our, a lot of our travel experts now work on, on video calls because we can bring in bits of content and and bring it to life and and we, we like to kind of encourage the family all to get on and, and share thoughts and we can show things and that really helps because again we all know that you know a holiday has to be a holiday for everyone and and you know that means I don't think it should get be go to the extreme in one way or the other but if the children are happy you know the 
parents yeah, adults, adults, adults are happy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We, we, we launched a, a service um, just before COVID called Take Me On A Story. Um, actually, it wasn't, it wasn't just for COVID. It was, it was during COVID, actually, because the idea was like, yeah, during COVID, lots of stories were being told at home, you know, homeschooling, bedtimes and stuff. And what we wanted to do was say whether we could take some of these classic children's literature stories and turn them into like immersive travel experiences that they could take when COVID um, ended. And so we, we went out and we actually created some you know, beautiful trips inspired by great children's literature like Alice in Wonderland, Journeys to the Centre of the Earth, um, Arabian Nights. And we've created these really immersive experiences that celebrate all aspects of those novels and, and really take the children into these really magical lands. And as part of that planning process, yeah, we we get the children on the calls, you know, we ask them about their favourite parts of the book, um, you know, really, really get to know them. And then again, there's this sort of peace of mind from the parents that like certain things are important are, are being covered and, and it just makes it for more joyous experience and then we will send out lots of bits of little bits of inspiration and goodie bags before they go you know tailored to that kind of a trip so it really feels like the children are you know part of the process not part of the process part of the experience and the experience starts at home you know the, the kind of it, when we started black tomato I was, it was always really important to me this sort of pre and post trip feeling so the pre pre trip feeling I, I think I mentioned already you know this half the fun's the anticipation but yet yeah. Yeah. so often we kind of forget about it and then the post trip thing is we, we this is irony of what we do is that we give people these brilliant experiences but in doing so we give them this terrible back to earth of the bump feeling because they've got to eventually give up on it so how do we ease them back into the real world more, more easily so again with that we send out lots of like little nice like welcome back boxes for the kids and the parents to help ease them back into the real world but in short yeah we like to make them part of the of the planning get them involved um so they can they can get excited and and feel that they've they've had a say and you know it's it's something for them as well yeah i think you hit now on the head tom because you know when kids are younger as in babies really um it's easy to schlep them about without mm. you know them getting really involved but as my two have got older they they're very vocal about what they want to do now as is my husband and so when, <laughs> whereas I used to hold all the you know control now <laughs> now yeah like they're they're all saying well I don't want to go there and my husband's like is there a golf course there I'm like I don't know and the kids are like well is there a massive swimming pool have they got slides I'm like yeah. oh my god uh, so it is definitely I'm finding that as they get older and I'm sure more when they get into teenage teenage years as well is definitely probably have to choose more of those long haul amazing experiences like you know Costa Rica is on my list it's high on my list and mm. to do the zip wiring stuff mm. the canopy of the forest and things like that but you know they just need to be a little bit older before I take them um but I, I agree with you there it's much harder to please everybody you know there's four or five members of the family um rather than it, it, it's like you know uh, you know my, my my daughters are young well one, one's about to turn four and one's just over was one and a half and but my my my, my the eldest is already yeah like, like like you mentioned like your children team like getting very vocal already i think trying to schlep her around places is hard but you know it's like at home there's always compromise or you do stuff in the spirit of harmony and it's the same we find it when it comes to travel you know you, you, you can't set a trip up where you know that some of the party just don't want to do that or it's going to be or it's just to indulge someone else like our job as as travel experts is to ensure everyone sort of you know aims and and things they're excited about are, are met and and that's that's why we do things that are bespoke it's why we really dig into 
you know, what makes families tick, what's important, goes back to that rider, but also just what's your travel history, what's when you go away, how, how do you want to feel, like what's important for the children on this trip, you know, is there is there an educational slant to this, do you want to be doing learning things, is it just about relaxing and time off, so there's a whole myriad of questions and considerations you bring into it, yeah, if you get it wrong, it can, it can make for a, for a pretty miserable time away, which is the, which is the polar opposite of what we're trying to achieve. Yeah. And definitely, I think sometimes there's an attitude that one size fits all. So, you know, yeah. you're traveling with kids, therefore you want to do X. And, you know, I've been faced with that, that people with the very well-meaning, best will in the world have yeah. sort of said, oh, you're with your daughter, therefore you won't want to do this, you want to do that. And we're like, well, no, actually, she won't enjoy that, I'm afraid, for whatever reasons. And we really wanted to do the first thing. You, you kind of can't just assume that all kids will want such and such except chocolate ice cream i think that one is a given <laughs> it's all right there was i think you know over the years we've been running black tomato i definitely think you know there was at the start like like a laziness towards family offerings it was this will just work for everyone and the reality is like every family's different everyone's got nuances and, and so yeah I think, I think you know i think the travel industry's got a lot better and it, and it is getting better but you just have to it's not accept I think you have to embrace that it's kind of what makes what makes it you know a fulfilling job to have but also the different views different attitudes different wants that's kind of part of the kind of crazy tapestry of family life and so you know you've got to try and reflect that when you're when you're planning their travel so um the story behind the name Tom uh finding rare and wonderful experiences that you've hmm. never expected so um kind of tell us about that and what are your own black tomatoes yeah, so the story behind the name is um, I, after college, ended up for a kind of strange circumstance doing an internship in Moscow, uh, would you believe? And I was there for a little bit. And then this was back in the day when, yeah, well, let's not get into Russia now, but when <laughs> Russia was a very yeah. different place. And um, and my, my partners and I would go to, to, to Moscow because we did some trips to Russia and we were planning to do some trips to Russia. And when we were there, we were actually in a Ukrainian restaurant, uh, would you believe? And the black tomato was on the menu. Uh, well, a black tomato was on the menu, and I asked the, the waiter, like, "What's a black tomato?" Um, and he gave a very impassioned speech about it being this rare form of tomato. But when you find it, it's this rare quality tasting experience, and it was just stuck in our heads, a random kind of moment. And then when we were kind of shaping the company and you know, working out how to articulate best what we stood for, it was like, "Well, actually, we want to be the black tomato of, of, of the travel industry in this, in this space. We want to be offering these rare quality experiences uh, for families and, and people alike." So, so that's where the name came from. Um, I mean, a lot of people think we just had a bucket full of colours and a bucket full of fruit and vegetables um, <laughs> and two first ones out, or the ones that sounded less weird uh, but anyway that was that and then my, my, my own black tomatoes it changes all the time to be honest because that's I, we all see the nature of this uh, of this world there's uh, things we put in front of you I think um in terms of with my family I've probably got two so I'll, I'll do the family first which is relevant and then a very selfish one the family one is um is is just taking them on safari uh in in down in Botswana or Namibia um I, I'd been to Namibia when I was many years ago and loved it uh, it's, it's a place like no other and I didn't get to Botswana now the girls are way too young for it now but there will be a time when you know to kind of facilitate the moment when my daughters first see like majestic wildlife in the wild and knowing how you know eyes on stalks my eldest daughter Minnie is already when she sees a giraffe on the tv or something that's that's something that I'm just really excited about um and then personally my comments I, I I love 
great big wildernesses and, and vast landscapes that make you feel very small and, and wonder at the, the you know the marvel of the planet and so for me at the moment that's the Atacama Desert in Chile uh, where I really want to go to and spend some time exploring there but I, I yeah all my travels with the family so I think that's going to be um <laughs> going to sit on my bucket list for a while my wife is very understanding to be fair she does sort of say if you, if you want to go off and kind of um scratch that travel itch I mean she's known that since the day she, we've met so it's uh, I'm I'm lucky on that you uh, are lucky in the sense that you own your own travel company so yeah. you could yes. say it's for work purposes but you need yeah oh, oh, and I've, I've tried and I still <laughs> I still do use that line regularly it's quite funny when you have friends who don't work in the travel industry and you tell them what you're doing and it is research <laughs> you spend your time researching you know the best place on the planet so while some tough job but someone's got to do it and all that but uh yes it's uh I know (laughs) Um, actually I wanted to ask you though what does a black tomato taste like it's actually it it is (laughs) it's terrible no um it's (laughs) it's a slightly um it's a slightly smokier flavor um so yeah it's it's different um you know it's not like it tastes like a strawberry or so different but um (laughs) but it's it's different and um I think they started being marketed, I think, in Sainsbury's, um, sorry, really tangentially, as like an aphrodisiac some years ago, which I thought was hilarious. Um, so that we're going to we were going to launch a whole like Valentine's program inspired by it. But I think we, <laughs> we decided to, <laughs> we made better judgment and decided not to. Yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, before you get to the Atacama Desert, mm. what's what's on your travel wish list for the near future? So this- near future. So um, it's kind of some exciting things. So we're going to go to um, we're going out to Greece um as a family we're going to go to Syros um uh, which is which would be nice um and then we're also going down to south of France so we're going to take a, a house um just not far from Bordeaux um lovely and you know it's a it's, a, it's an easy flight down to Toulouse relatively short car journey you know uh, a, a part of the world I haven't been to with well for many years you know I grew up on family holidays down there but but haven't been to so I'm excited to take uh, the family there and then um and then a bit of the UK will be down in Devon in a few weeks time so really really excited to go be down there kind of by the water um and just enjoying you know the UK so I think that's that's a big thing like yes we do lots of long haul and stuff but the stuff that's close to home is, is is as important and um you know I think you know again my my four-year-old will be, will be heading for the local uh, ice cream dairy which is <laughs> like you could probably walk there from London and still know how to get there um so uh, so that'd be nice and sort of playing about on the water with with down on the beaches with the girls sounds fantastic yeah it does well thank you Tom for speaking to us today it's been really insightful and in telling us about black tomato and yeah just about the positivity of of, of family travel returning back to pre-pandemic times and the appetite for exploring still hasn't waned in the slightest no well thank you for having me on I really really enjoyed it it's just so satisfying and encouraging to see it coming back so strongly we all missed it terribly uh, during Covid I think travel's also yeah, acting as a really really fantastic vehicle for like I said family reunions and you know more more good times together so yeah it's been uh, it's been wonderful to come on and talk about it absolutely See you again soon for the next kid venture.